There is not a one-size-fits-all solution to leadership. Discover your inspiration to lead by hearing from those who are in the trenches each day, leading themselves and leading others. We will learn about their unique leadership style and identify the shared qualities between those who do it tremendously well. Welcome to the Lead with Empower podcast. All right, all right, ladies and gents, welcome back to the Lead with Empower podcast. I apologize, the voice is a little raspy this week. A lot of team building programs going on up here in Connecticut, and it's coming back. Not not the beautiful singing voice uh, that you've all become accustomed to over the past year and a half. Uh, very excited for this week's episode, and I'm not going to reveal the guest just yet, but I first met this individual back in August of 2017. We had a huge program here in Connecticut, a 24-hour team-building program with about 70 college athletes, and I needed another staff member to basically rough it with me for about 24 hours, and I reached out to Joe Dering, Empower's founder, who was down in the Tampa area, Florida, little, probably right around six months of being open down there, and I asked him for somebody who would be a good fit to come up and run this program with the Connecticut team. And this was my first introduction to this individual and it went glowingly and we'll get into that as we get going. And then the second time I met this person was in the fall of 2017 and she went from a very tough, grind it out, stay up all night, lead team building activities for college athletes in August to a giddy, almost embarrassingly crushing on a very large group of professional athletes in the Tampa Bay Lightning. So I got to see two sides of this person very early on in our meeting, and they were both wonderful human beings, which is why she's on the podcast today. I'd like you all to give a big welcome to Jocelyn DeFriest. She is, I don't even have a title for her. She is the ultimate Swiss army knife down at Empower Adventures Tampa Bay, dabbling in anything from guiding zipline tours, leading team building activities, doing group sales, running the office, and pretty much everything else that you can imagine in an adventure park operation. Super excited, Jocelyn, to have you on the Lead with Empower podcast. How the heck are you, my friend? Oh my gosh. Well, after that introduction, um, <laughs> I can't stop smiling. You're like, make it, you're flattering me. You're giving me a, a big head right now. <laughs> so, I am doing fantastic. Today. <laughs> I'm so pumped to have you on here. And um, I appreciate you doing this. It's late in the evening. We're recording. You just come off a full day of work. You got the family at home. So thank you so much for taking some time to join us this week. And I'm super pumped. This is going to be a great conversation. Great episode. Absolutely. And like you said, I'm a Swiss army knife. So, you know, what's another task? Let's do a podcast. What the heck? Let's do it. <laughs> Why not? Add it to the resume, baby. Yep. <laughs> um, so before we get into the episode, how, uh, obviously it's been a, a, a challenging 15, sick going on 16 months, I think, give or take, how are you? How is your family doing? Is everybody healthy? I know it's a little crazy, but just from a health standpoint, is everybody doing all right? Yeah, um, we're doing great. We um, we were super lucky. We actually didn't go too crazy at home. We 
stayed really busy. <laughs> just, I mean, I'm, I'm all over the place all like all the time. You've seen my two faces while I've got like 15 others. So <laughs> every day I'm like, you know what guys, it's a different at home activity. There's another Amazon package at the door. Let's just go. Um, so we all kept each other pretty entertained. We all stayed healthy. Um, we never were one of those uh, families who never got the COVID. So <laughs> we were very lucky for that. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah. And now we're like pretty much almost back to normal in Florida, which has been super nice. Um, it's, it was just, oh my gosh, I just looking back on the air, I can't even believe <laughs> how different things are. I still get like memories on my phone and it'll have like a bunch of pictures or like things that I've posted on Facebook. And I was like, wow, can't believe we all went through that and everybody went through it at the same time. So this is like a weird bonding experience with you in the world. Like cause right. everybody else's families are just like going through it. Um, but we stayed busy. We stayed pretty positive. I can't, can't complain and healthy. So that's the most important thing, especially having like two kids. That's just what you worry about the most. Yeah, no, that's great to hear. And I know we've been in contact, obviously, throughout the whole process. And I'm, but I'm happy to hear it stayed that way. And, uh, you know, the 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 pandemic has presented challenges and very different challenges to different people, right? If you're in, a, if you were a frontline healthcare worker, like super intense. Um, you know, if you were a small business that was a customer facing business, obviously there were some issues with shutdowns and quarantines and all this type of stuff. So obviously a lot of challenges. Um, and I, you know, I think the entire Empower team believes that, you know, there, there can be some positives that come from challenging situations for you and your family. What's something maybe three, four years down the road where you might look back on 2020 and bits of 2021 saying, you know, it was tough, but I'm so glad we had this. Like, what's your silver lining for you and your family, you know, from this situation? Or what do you think it'll be? Yeah, um, that's a really good question. So I think one of the things that was hardest for us, because we we are so out and about all the time and like just rushing around, like we're theme park nuts, like any yeah. theme park, let's go. Let's do it all the time. We've got all the passes. We've got the universal pass. We've got the bush gardens. We've got it. We've got it all. So I think what it kind of gave us is like kind of a moment to just slow down and enjoy like being at home and just like talking together and like getting more creative without going out and to all these places, Um, which actually saves money, surprisingly. So we figured that out too really quickly. (laughs) Um, I don't know, just, just the creativity that it brought us. That's what I really appreciate. Now we're like never bored. (laughs) We've always got something that we can do. Um, whether it's just, you know, silly little arts and crafts at home or like just going on a nature walk and just kind of appreciating the sky for five minutes instead of, you know, going into the rush of people and getting frustrated at a theme park for waiting in line. Um, so that's one of the things I liked. That's what I really really learned. uh, And hopefully it sticks with you guys. I mean, that, that ability to kind of create something from nothing, you know, Mm -hmm. through play is a, is a. I don't know. I'm 40 years old and I still love doing that type of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did joke about you being a Swiss army knife and I joke it like that as your title, right? (laughs) What 
give everybody a little insight into your roles. There's a couple of S's on the end of that one. Your roles at Empowered Ventures Tampa Bay. And kind of, I, I know we don't have necessarily normal work days, right? In our industry, every day is a little bit different. But what are some yeah. of your, your roles and some of your responsibilities like on a weekly basis, you know, as, as far as the Tampa Bay operation? Yeah, so, um, I mean, if we want to start from the beginning, you know, I started as a part-time guide. Um, <laughs> that's where I started sending guide. Um, I don't have the muscles for a receiver, still don't. So that's okay. <laughs> I'll send them and talk to them. Um, so that's where I started out. Then I kind of got some more responsibility. It kind of started being like a shift leader, like we would call it like a course manager. So I would kind of just sit there and make sure that, um, well, not just sit there. <laughs> I would uh, kind of just make sure that the tours were going good, make sure customer service was up to par, um, make sure everybody's running safely, smoothly on time all that stuff. Um, then I started getting into like the office and like administrative role. Um, so then we went there, uh, for a while then, oh my gosh. And then I went into the sales cause I, uh, Joe saw that I had a knack for kind of like talking to groups yeah. and, um, like kind of expressing the value and what we really do have to bring. Um, so then I took on that. Now I'm back and I'm kind of like in an office management slash course management again. Um, but I do literally everything. We always joke about it that like we can never pin down my title. Like, is it operations coordinator? Is it office manager? Is it assistant operations manager? Is it sales manager? Is it, like, there's so many different things that we joke about. So, um, <laughs> I mean, I just like to call myself an all around badass and that's what I just, I just roll with it. Like right. <laughs> I, I like being able to be utilized everywhere. It's exciting for me. I don't like being in one place. So that's one of the joys about this job that I have. And it, it says something about you that someone else thinks like, yeah, she can handle this new task or this new responsibility. What, in, from your perspective, and, and we've had, a, I've had a lot of conversations with Joe about you and in, in, in good ways, like, you know, all the great things that you bring to the table um, from, but from your vantage point, like why, why do you think Joe feels like hey, I can trust her with this extra thing I, and I can trust her to do it well and do it to a high standard. What, what do you think it is about you, your, your strengths or qualities that you know, he sees those in you to, to be able to trust you to add, you know, I think a lot to your plate and, and be, and for you to be such a big contributor to a really big operation down there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. So I think one of the biggest things for me is that like, I care a lot. Like whenever I do something, I care about it. I never put myself in a situation where I don't care about something. Like I won't even dabble in it. Um, yeah. and whenever I care, I'm going to do it right. And I'm going to make the best of it. And I think that's just like, kind of, I just kind of run with it and I, I do it to the best. Like, how would I want this done? If this was like my company, like, how would I want people to feel like, how, how do I want to like leave an impression on that person? What do I want them to feel? I want everybody to feel great whenever they walk away from empower, you know, yeah. I want them to never forget it. Um, so I'm always going to make the the right call and, you know, if I can't, I'm resourceful, I'm going to figure it out and we're going to, we're going to go from there. So that's one of the things I think he sees in me. It's just kind of my resourcefulness and the fact that I really, really, really do care. Um, yep. And I will treat it like as my own business. Like 
like I said, what, what would I want out of this? And it's got to kind of feel like that for you because you've been there since, if not day one, pretty darn close to it. Yeah. So uh, the course was actually half built when I really started. So it was still like being built and then we started training on it. So that was interesting because we, we took a lift up um, and I was kind of like, what am I doing here? And Joe was operating the lift. And the first thing he says when we get in the, the basket is he says, oh, well, I've never done this before. Let's see if it works. And I'm just like, oh, he out, everybody. <laughs> oh my gosh, where did my life go? How did I get here? I am in a harness clipped to a basket that's just being operated by this dude who has no idea what's going on. So <laughs> that was, the course is like, I've seen it develop. I've literally been there before it had stairs. Yeah. Um, so so awesome. it really does. It really does feel like, you know, I've been here with it as it grows it was it was a baby and now it's like all grown up it's about to be five and i treat it as my own (laughs) that's awesome that's awesome and again similar similar response to what i do here and and and, you know from what you bring to the table down there is that it's there's a deep care for it and a deep desire Mm -hmm. to kind of connect with people and make people feel like they're the most important people in the universe in that given moment that you're with them and that's a tremendous quality to have um Going back to the the intro to the episode, so 2017, Joe approaches you about coming up to Connecticut with people that you've never met to take part in a 24-hour long team building program. Your thoughts at the time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm interested to hear this. (laughs) Um, I... I love traveling so much. I was like, you know what? I'll take it. Let's go. How hard could it be? And, you know, like, you know, being in your younger, like, 20s or whatever, I was like, you know, I've done all-nighters. I can do this. Like, it'll just be an all-nighter without the alcohol. You know, it's fine. <laughs> um, so I just kind of was like, oh, well. I, and I love being on airplanes. It's the weirdest thing. I, I love planes and I love turbulence and just going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what, I have this opportunity to travel and I kind of like get paid to do this. So let's just go for it. So, um, yeah, I just automatically accepted it. And that's whenever I met you. (laughs) (laughs) It was, I picked you up at the airport. And one of the funniest things I'll never forget it to this day was we're driving on 91 in Connecticut. You have no, you you wouldn't remember the route or whatever we were on, but I, I do. And, um, you were like, oh my goodness, look at all the mountains. And I'm like, Josh, those are hills, man. <laughs> it was huge to me. They were like, and I was like, oh my gosh, they have rocks on the side of the road. What is that? What? This is so cool. And they're different colors. Like a rock was so interesting to me. <laughs> I remember coming home too, and I had a bunch of pictures in my cell phone and a lot of them were just of the rocks. <laughs> Why did I take pictures of rocks because it was so cool to me oh man that was awesome and that was the first time and I don't know if you had it or not but we went out to dinner I think the day or two before the program with a couple of other team members Italian that was the first time I experienced Big Mac pizza which is uh Mm -hmm. part of the regular pizza routine now uh when we order takeout so it's so good (laughs) right (laughs) um (laughs) The other program I brought up was the, the Tampa Bay Lightning event. And oh to this day, I know it was a big deal for you. And we'll talk about that in a second because we had multiple people like harnessing your jaw back up from the floor. 
Um, but it, it was really awesome. It was a great experience. It's a program I talk about a lot, especially when I'm working with sports teams. Tell our listeners a little bit about the program with the Tampa Bay Lightning. And again, from your vantage point and your involvement in the program, like why was that such a big deal for, you know, besides having a pro team there, why was that such a big deal for the EATB um, operation and the team and all the people that were involved in it? Yeah, I mean, first off, born and raised Tampa, Florida here. So obviously Lightning can been following them since you know i was a little kid i still got like my little smith jersey and everything like that that's signed by all the players back in i don't even remember when that was <laughs> um <laughs> so big time fan of the lightning for the longest time um and just to be a part of like a pro team's training camp to get them ready for the sports season that's pretty epic um that's like the ultimate team building right there especially if they would have won that year i mean they got pretty close to like, the Stanley Cup, I think, or or Eastern Conference Finals, maybe. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Um, but oh man, if they would have won, that would have been just like icing on the cake for us. We would have been like, all right, everybody come to us. We got the team building. Um, but you know, just like everybody else there, they're just like, oh my gosh, the Lightning are coming, and they're all starstruck as well. Um, and I think they were like the first group that I've ever seen that really actually got competitive. They were divided up into teams and like timed against each other. And just seeing the way that like each captain of the team kind of like went against each other, but also like helped their team. That was the first experience that I really got um, with a professional team like that. And just kind of saw the effects of it. Um, Maybe that was huge for us and huge for me just introducing me to like the team building world especially you know with these athletes that I've been following and loving since I was a kid um (laughs) Stamkos he was he was intense man (laughs) he super intense there's a reason he's captain he is intense man he does not lay off of his team he was like go 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 we're we're doing this um Hedman, who is like my biggest crush ever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you said it, Paul, not me. You said it, yeah, not me. No, I don't even care. I'll let the world know. He's got sad eyes. I love sad eyes. He's tall. Love the tall ones. <laughs> he was like kind of like more the strong, silent, like leader. Um, he still was like effective, but like him and Stamkos had like totally different styles yeah. of leadership. So seeing those differences in the team was pretty cool too. Um, oh my gosh, that whole event though was just like I couldn't believe it was happening. <laughs> it <laughs> was, remember- it was, it was epic. It was great. It was unbelievable to be a part of. Oh like, my gosh, yeah, yeah. life changing. What What was cool, and you were doing more of the aerial challenges, and I was on the ground challenges with them as that that they rotated through. And what was awesome was they made a lot of the mistakes in pipeline and key punch that Mm -hmm. like a middle school school group (laughs) middle school group of students would make like i remember and and headman in particular he's like nine feet tall Mm -hmm. and he's got guys on his on his little on his team that are like forwards that are like five eight five nine and the first thing (laughs) he did with pipeline was like all right i'm gonna hold it way up here (laughs) <laughs> where like they couldn't even reach it like the, the rest <laughs> of the little guys are like dude i can't see anything it, it was so cool to see them go through some of the struggles that regular civilian people go through but they 
I think cracked the code and like how hard they worked in those activities, mm-hmm. I think showed me like a separator. Like this is why they're pros. This is why they're one of the elite teams is because it was no nonsense. It was work as hard as we can, even though we're playing these like silly adventure games, mm-hmm. because if we can do it here, it's going to translate to the ice. And that to me was the most memorable, like they struggled, but they fixed stuff and they just, they were grinding, yeah. man. They got after it. <laughs> and like you said, they were just like everybody else. And yeah, I was up on the, like the zip course. So um, I was kind of sending them down the line and it was interesting too, to see that like they were scared of heights, just like a yep. lot of people, like yep. there were a few dudes that just like looked at me like, you're crazy. I have to do what? <laughs> but they like, they fought through those fears just like a normal team would. Like, wow. It was just really cool to see them just like, so like normal, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's great. That's so cool. It's a lifetime memory. Uh, definitely for both of us. Absolutely. <laughs> Hopefully it is for them too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so again, we, 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 we've talked about the idea of, of like, all of the things that you juggle as part of the day-to-day operation. And in addition to that, you're a mother to two wonderful children. You have a husband. (laughs) Talk a little bit about the, and it's a leadership challenge, right? It's a leadership challenge Mm -hmm. to be effective as mom and and wife and to be effective as an employee. Mm -hmm. Like what goes through your mind? Like how do you coach yourself through the day-to-day challenges that you face when you have all of those responsibilities at work and all of those responsibilities at home, what's it like up top in the mental real estate, as they say? Oh my gosh. It's crazy up there. So (laughs) (laughs) first off, I live by my calendar in my phone. (laughs) Um, Secondly, like, like I I like the nonstop nature, like go, go, go. If I'm not working, I'm momming. If I'm not momming, I'm being, you know, a partner. Um, so like (laughs) kind of, I think one of the biggest things, and I I have like calmed down a lot and I've gotten a lot better with like communication and effective communication is, is the key there. Um, but you know, like we're all human. Sometimes we still mess up. Um, so sometimes you got to ask for forgiveness in those times that you slip up, which is cool. Um, but I think a big thing that like I've learned, especially working here is kind of teaching yourself to control the controllable and things constantly go wrong. Like literally you just saw it before we got on this podcast. Um, (laughs) My daughter literally broke my vase. Like she came in here. True story. True story. (laughs) Hey mom, can we go hang out with these people? Oh, let me just break your vase really quick. (laughs) But you know what? I'm not going to get mad about the vase because I can't control the vase. The vase is already gone. And it's, it is what it is. (laughs) It's going to get cleaned up. Right. And you have an, you have another one you could replace it with. And it's, yeah. And you're, you're going to just sit there and drive yourself insane. If you're constantly trying to keep things perfect and they obviously are going to go off track. So just always just roll with it, roll with the punches, control what you control, find a way to make it work in a different way and just be ready to change your mentality with every task that you take on. Cause it could, it could shift in five minutes. And then, you know what? I've got to just change my mindset to work around that. And then we'll come up with a solution at the end of the day. We're all alive. We're all happy. I mean, we're healthy. <laughs> so yeah. like, Don't stress yourself out and just talk to each other. Um, and then, you know, one of the biggest things about like being a partner is I, I try to be very open with Danny. I love him to death. We are very forgiving of each other. You never, <laughs> you never get frustrated. We're always going to like 
have different ideas or plans or whatever. So we're always like coaching each other through things. Um, mostly he's calming me down, but (laughs) (laughs) there you go. Danny gets his Um, first shout out right in the beginning there. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) That man deserves a medal for the the brain he has to deal with and what he chose. (laughs) I love it. I like, and some great advice there too. I mean, controlling the controllable is definitely a big part of everything that we do and everything we try to Mm -hmm. teach through adventure and, you know, recognizing that, you know, I, I think about like zipline guide training. Like one of the last things we do is like getting ready for the, un, you know, the unperfect, imperfect tour, whatever you want to call it. And like being ready to make those split second decisions to make sure it's mm-hmm. safe and, you know, moving forward. And um, it's great to hear that you're taking some of those concepts and applying them to your day to day. Cause that's really what we ask people to do through, through our experiences is, is take a little concept and try to bring it to their day to day operation, whether it's, mm-hmm. it's you know, school, sport, business, whatever it might be, family life. Um, Absolutely. So you're from Tampa originally. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about like your journey to Empower Adventures Tampa Bay. How'd you end up doing what you're doing today? <laughs> yeah. Um, so actually, uh, I used to be a vet tech. So that was most of my life. Animals, very passionate about um, like super passionate about <laughs> it's I've got I've got five guinea pigs right now that I've been like completely obsessed with and my family <laughs> finds it very disturbing but that's always been my passion um and then like as I started working in that industry I just found the hours were not great and I didn't always agree with the vet doctors and stuff like that and it just kind of made me miserable um so I stopped that and I for a while went into bartending, but then bartending, you know, you deal with a lot of jerks. So (laughs) that didn't pan out for me as well. And especially with uh, my, (laughs) my temper and my intolerance for, (laughs) for any jerks. Um, I uh, moved on from that and I just kind of started just finding like dog sitting jobs, stuff like that. So I've been all over the place with that. Um, then I welcomed my first daughter into the world and that was about seven years ago now. Yep. She's seven. So seven years ago. And then I took off for two years and I decided to be a stay at home mom. I wanted to put all my attention into her. Um, and that, you know, that, that is a great job and it is like (laughs) amazing and very rewarding, but two years was all I could handle staying. It doesn't, it doesn't pay very Um, well either. I'm all over the place. Like finding like. No, not at all. No. And you get a lot of temper tantrums and a lot of hits and slaps from your kids. <laughs> like seriously, the moms who do it, like props to them. I don't know. how. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after that, I decided like, I have a knack. I'm always the planner in my family. I have a knack for like party planning, event planning, stuff like that. And it is another passion of mine. Like I always host parties whenever I can and they'll be themed if, if they can be, or if I can force everybody to dress up for them. <laughs> um, so that's what I was like, oh, well, I'll start going back to school part-time and I'm just going to get kind of like a general degree in business because I didn't know where I wanted to go with it, but you can go in a lot of directions with business. Um, so I kind of stumbled upon Empower as like a part-time opportunity. And so I started as a part-time guide. So started there. Um, and then I just kind of started to really realize that like, I have a knack for it and I love it. And it kind of kicks my butt every day and I want to keep this going. So then like Joe 
kind of had this conversation with me like hey like you know if you want to go to like full-time hours I'll teach you what you want to know about business and like well we'll just have fun with it we'll start with course manager like let's go for it and I was like you know what I I kind of like the idea and I, I kind of have a knack for this like this might sound like a crazy idea but what the heck let's go for it I'm a wild card let's just do it so um that was like five years ago <laughs> And now here I am. And actually what he said to me is has he's kept his word. So <laughs> um, and now it's cool too, because like with the group sales, I still get to kind of uh, use my passion, which is like the event planning. And um, I kind of get to like, you know, I get to form their itineraries and work with Calvin to decide on like which activities they're doing um, and just provide those experiences to them. So it's a different kind of event planning, which is super cool. Um, and not what I ever expected for me to be doing in my life ever, which I love because <laughs> like everybody's like, I feel like so many people put so much pressure on themselves to figure out what they want to be when they grow up. And I just kind of went with the flow of it and it came to me and I'm incredibly lucky. <laughs> incredibly. Well, and that's, and again, I think it's a great, and it's a, a, a theme that's come up in a lot of our like weekly calls you know, between all the operations managers and the sales managers, but that, that idea of, you know, I, I think it's a Bob Ross, like look for the happy accident, right? Like the thing mm-hmm. that you, you don't know quite where it's going to take you, but it sounds really good at the time. And mm-hmm. before you know it, you're five years into like this enhanced position that's, you know, above and beyond being a part-time zipline guide. And and you're, you're loving it. And you mentioned you love, you love it. What, what is it that you love most about what you get to do on a day-to-day basis? Is it like interacting with the people? Is it the planning side of it? Um, I mean, so it is a lot of that. And I know that seeing people up on the course and how they transform from, you know, being scared sometimes into being amazing, like that, that's all, that's all great. And I love it so much. And it's very rewarding. Um, but I think that two of my actual like favorite things about this job is number one, um, I'm respected and we, we like utilize my strengths. I'm, I'm never kind of like pushed to the side and just like, Oh, well, yeah, you say that you're interested in that. I'm like, whatever. Um, like Joe actually, you know, puts me to work where I succeed and I love that. And like, I get opportunities to grow and Mm -hmm. that's just been so amazing. Um, the other thing I love too, is just seeing sometimes I'll go and be weird and, uh, look on Instagram and put in like hashtag zip on Tampa Bay just to see everybody's memories. And I think that that's super cool that, um, we're like literally in these people's lives forever. And usually they remember our names, which is cool. Um, but I just love seeing all like the little Instagram memories and everything that everybody's posted. Like we're going to be a part of their life forever. Isn't that crazy? Um, and I just like making like that impression. Yeah. From like a two hour zip lining experience. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. Just two hours and they're already posting it, changing their profile pictures. Like that to me is so cool. Love <laughs> I love that part of it. Love it. What's the biggest challenge? Oh my gosh. In Florida, the heat. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Too easy on you. <laughs> um Um, no I mean I have challenges with like juggling all the different things that I do um and just making sure that I like prioritize all my tasks and uh 
make sure that, you know, like everybody is coming in and happy, especially the staff, like keeping them motivated through the heat and the summer. Um, that's one of the big things. So really, I guess it just comes down to heat all the yeah. time in Florida. But <laughs> I, it, it, I, I mean, when I went down for the Tampa program, it was September, mid-September, probably or something like, oh, I won't be too bad. It's cooking down there. It's mm-hmm. smoking hot. Not yeah. You know, fry an egg on the sidewalk. If yeah. You want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or on parts of your head if you wear the wrong hat when you're team building. <laughs> anyway, that's for a different episode. Uh, <laughs> um, you brought up Joe a couple times um, at the start of Empower back in 2009 up here in Connecticut. Uh, I, I I left the teaching job to join Joe and try to help him get it off the ground back then. And our relationship went back to like high school sports and our families kind of knew each other. So it was kind of an easy, it wasn't an easy decision, but it, it wouldn't have happened if it was somebody other than Joe, I think. Right. I, I, mm-hmm. I felt like it was easier to take that jump with this guy because if it's going to be successful, it's going to be with him and his hard work and his effort. And I knew he was going to take care of me if I took care of him and helped him get the thing going. And there, there was a, a history that I can draw back on there for you. Right. You didn't really know Joe at all. Like what was it about either his leadership or his style or just his interactions with you that gave you kind of that internal green light to say, I don't, I still don't really know this guy, but he's, there's an opportunity there. And like, I'm going to jump on it. Like what, what was it about that? And how, you know, I guess what's your, I don't know, not relationship, but like, you, I guess it is right. Your, your work relationship mm-hmm. that, that allowed you to say with confidence, like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for it. Yeah. Um, great question. So we'll start with a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so actually in the beginning, Joe did not like me. <laughs> I was probably his least favorite whenever he was doing guide training. Um, obviously, you know, they were starting up the company. So like Calvin took on all the receivers and Joe took on all the senders to train them. Um, like I said, I had just come out of being a stay at home mom for two years. Wasn't in the best shape. I'm out here with Florida heat, never been ziplining before. I'll add that never, ever. I've been on ropes courses. And then I, I kept a mouth shut about being scared. I was like, Jocelyn, don't show your fear. Just keep your mouth shut and just look straight. Just keep on going. Um, <laughs> and then on one of the zip lines that I went down, like on my first or second day, I'm not even kidding. Like this freak accident bug. It was a big bug flew right up my nose, right up there. And that hurt whenever you're like zip lining towards a bug and it goes right up your nose. I was like in some serious pain. I was hot. I was tired. I was sweaty. I wasn't used to working. <laughs> it's just like, defeated so I guess like you know after him and Calvin have a conversation he goes man I don't know about this Jocelyn girl like she she's something she <laughs> she's getting bugs stuck stuck up her nose <laughs> like I don't know about her <laughs> um well that night I could tell that they weren't like really impressed with me so I went home and I like cried for a little bit because you know crying helps <laughs> then the next day I came back and I was like nope I'm going to make this fucking happen. Um, and I did. So I made it happen. And then that's whenever um, I think Joe and I started to like kind of, you saw the potential in me. <laughs> I wasn't just a, a bug nose weirdo that couldn't get across his line. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think one of the things that like kind of made me respect him a lot is that 
he's he's really not in this for the money. He is not your typical business owner. This is actually his livelihood. This is a passion for him. Um, and he, as long as you like give him the respect, he will always give it back to you. Mm-hmm. And he will coach you and coach you and coach you as much as you need um, without even like getting frustrated, <laughs> which is cool. Um, and that's just one of the things that I was like, you know what, this is kind of somewhere I want to be. This isn't about greed. This isn't about, you know, getting them through the zip line and being done with it. This is actually something that means something and yeah. I want to be a part of it. Love so it. how do I get in there more? <laughs> right. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I love it. Um, you know, a big part of this podcast, right, is trying to connect to anybody who, who I think has a passion about leadership and wants to maybe get better at it. But also, I think, touching those people who might not see themselves as a leader, might might not think they can actually do it. And, you know, we've had a wide range of guests on from a lot of different industries, a lot of different ages, a lot of different backgrounds and demographics, just hoping that like someone hears a story that is unique to their story and to say, wow, this person's doing it. Why can't I? Right. And, you know, I think one of the biggest learning learnings for me over the years is realizing that it's a, it's a lifelong like development thing, right? You're never a finished product as a leader and you're going to make mistakes and you're going to have your successes and, you know, you try to minimize the impact of the mistakes and maximize the impact of the successes along the journey. But, you know, no one's perfect and everybody messes up and, you know, ideally you learn from it and you get better from it. If you had to pinpoint, and it could be an empower thing, it could be an out of empower thing, but a moment when you had, you felt like you had a leadership failure and what you, what you took from that experience this one's pretty deep and pretty personal. Um, but you know what, I'm just going to go for it. So one of the times, like one of the biggest events in my life, uh, where I definitely failed and missed Mark as a leader, um, was in my first marriage. Uh, so this isn't my first rodeo. This isn't my first relationship. Um, you know, a while ago, you know, back closer to like my early 20s the young and, um, the young I, and stupid years <laughs> yeah you know you're just like young and in love and you're just ready to go um I I was once married um that marriage literally lasted six months um six months before it started crumbling apart um six months before mental breakdowns and all sorts of stuff um and you know, I kind of, I missed the mark on being a partner. I missed the mark on communicating. I missed the mark on saying what I wanted and, you know, when I wanted it, you know, it's like, even just like the little simple stuff. Oh, where do you want to eat? And you secretly know where you want to eat, but you don't say it out loud because you just want to be like difficult. Um, that's one of the big things now is just communication. Um, you need to communicate those things. So I missed the mark on that. I felt like, complete failure and that, you know, I'm just not good at relationships. And I felt like I kind of let my daughter down, you know, cause my first daughter is with uh, my ex-husband. So yeah. that was a really tough time. I just, I felt like, Oh my gosh, my life is over. Um, and luckily I pulled myself out of it and I kind of didn't let it destroy me. I 
it was a hard time at first to go through with him. Now we co-parent perfectly. Um, we get along <laughs> wonderfully, um, probably because we're not married to each other. But, um, you know, I just kind of, I took from that that you need to communicate and you need to spend time with that person. You need to say what's on your mind. You need to ask for emotional support, especially whenever you're going through a hard time and stuff like that. Um, I had so many friends and so many people that were there for me through that. Um, and it made me a little bit braver to speak my mind emotionally. Like I always put up this, like, I'm so tough guys. I'm never, never going to cry over a man and blah, 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 blah. But I mean, realistically, we're all humans and we're going to cry over whatever hurts our feelings. (laughs) So, um, I kind of took away from that, like, like, you know, communicate better, um, do your darn best. And whenever you need it, just ask for emotional help. There's, there's no shame in that game. Just ask for it whenever you need it. Um, you know, and like I said, at the time it was super embarrassing. Now it's just one of those moments that I look back on as like, you know, I, I really did take away something. It would be a waste if I didn't take away something. Um, but I did. Yeah. And um, unprompted yeah. at the start of the episode too, you brought up like during the pandemic, how, how much you and Danny communicated back and forth. So like, it's clear that that tough time and mm-hmm. could have been embarrassing is, is now kind of pay, I guess, paying off for a lack of a better term. Like, you learned that hey, I can I can behave a little bit differently to, to keep things glued together, mm-hmm. um, you know, through just being more open with communication, maybe. So, and that was unprompted before the tough question came at you. So, oh, job, yeah, well, for sure. job well done. You freaking nailed it. Thank you. And you freaking got me. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the converse of that, on the opposite, the flip side, like think of a moment, and again, it could be at work related or home personal related, where you were in a tough situation and your leadership turned it into a plus, like a positive impact on you or, you know, someone else around you. I think that's honestly just like kind of one of the (laughs) every days of being a mom, especially whenever your kid gets older. Um, Avery is a very emotional and sensitive girl and I love it so much. Um, But I feel like I'm constantly like coaching her on how to deal with like social situations that she isn't comfortable with or like doesn't approve of or some just something at school like all the time or even just with her friends in our family like just being a mom I'm constantly just being a leader and I'm so proud of like what I've done for her I mean the baby she's like a baby right now so she doesn't get it (laughs) like (laughs) but Avery I'm just kind of seeing those results of like teaching her like control the controllable is change our mindset let's not get upset about things Um, and you know what, if you need to cry for a little bit, that's fine. Let's talk it out, ask for help, and then we'll move on from it and just be better. So I feel like I do that every day, just without even like really knowing, um, that I'm doing it for Avery. Um, and I mean, that girl, she's, she's amazing. Like I said, she's, she wears her heart on the sleeve. Like she is complete emotional and she'll let you know how she's feeling, but she also doesn't take any bull crap. Um, (laughs) that's a good skill (laughs) yeah there was this time that she came back from uh i think like kindergarten or something the teacher goes hey jocelyn uh just let you know your daughter kind of cut her hair in class oof oh my gosh and i was like okay well i'll talk to her get the story and i kind of like sat her down not upset you know why'd you cut your head you're a girl you're why'd you cut your hair 
And we put like this little pink streak in her hair. Maybe it was blue at the time. I don't remember. We're always crazy, like doing cute little streaks in the hair. And apparently there was a girl at school who was jealous that she couldn't have a streak. So she was making fun of Avery. (laughs) So then Avery looks at her and just cuts the blue streak out and was like, here you go. Now we both don't have one. Don't worry about it. But like, I thought it was, apparently it was like out of kindness. (laughs) I'm sitting here thinking like, oh my gosh, my daughter's like, oh, let me just cut my hair. Now you can't make fun of anything. But no, she was just like, now we're the same girl. Don't worry about it. Oh my goodness. That's freaking. So everything. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So like everything that a teacher like really does rub off. Um, I think that's just one of the things about being a mom is you're constantly being a leader without knowing it. And it really does pay off whenever you teach them you know, the right thing to do and just to be nice and be who you are. Love it. Love it. Well done, Joss. Well done. You're, you're, you're uh, carrying yourself very admirably tonight on the podcast. This is Jocelyn DeFries, the Swiss army knife of empower adventures, Tampa Bay. She's leading with empower and absolutely smoking it right now. Um, Jocelyn DeFries as a leader is dot, dot, dot. Oh my gosh, that girl's intense. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, As a leader, I would say she's just an open book. (laughs) What's your biggest strength? (laughs) Biggest leadership strength? um, Giving yourself, is it giving yourself compliments? It's not that. It's (laughs) definitely not that. Never that. <laughs> I think um, my biggest strength is just the resourcefulness. Yeah. I'm always going to find a way. Like, I don't care what it takes. We're going to find a way. And that's what I pride myself on. I'm resourceful as heck. So, <laughs> biggest leadership challenge that you have to coach yourself through on a day to day? Well, Sometimes not saying what's in my head out loud. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're internally MFing me right now. I can feel it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Feel those vibes. They're yeah. coming your way, Dan. <laughs> um, biggest challenge as a leader. Oh, my goodness. I think it actually is, like, my temper, especially whenever I get comfortable with people. Um, I've got to watch my first off uh my grandma calls it my sailor mouth (laughs) (laughs) and then just kind of speaking emotionally I think um I get very like okay so I'm I'm the oldest of five so I go into defense mode anytime like people could literally like there's been times that Daniel say like oh well you look nice today but he'll say it with a tone and I'm like okay you ready to go like what's wrong and he goes I'm just saying that you looked nice like what are you talking about I'm like nope you had a tone something's up like let's go so I'm constantly in defense mode and I think that's like one of my biggest challenges is not to take things personal (laughs) (laughs) so obviously there's the recognition of that and like I think part of leadership is recognizing like where we're not good and trying to implement something that helps us be better like organization for me is a big challenge and I go through index card lists you know left and right on a daily basis like what what's your internal coaching to be like all right 
maybe that wasn't an attack. Maybe there wasn't a tone. Maybe I'm just kind of talking myself into it. Like, how do you coach yourself through like trying to improve that weakness? Um, I go into inquiry mode, which is something that I learned from empower. So I say, yep. Jocelyn, like start asking the questions to see if it actually meant like that. And then like, I'll be like, oh, okay, well, why do we sound tense about this? What's going on? Well, like I'll kind of ask them the questions before I start assuming, but I, I do have to like remind myself in my mind, like ask the questions yep. and then go from there. It's most likely 90% of the time, nothing against you. So you're going to be fine. <laughs> Love it. No, it's great. And it's great advice. Anybody listening again, like none, none of us are perfect. So recognizing the things that we're good at and try to keep on doing those things and recognizing those things that maybe we're not so good at and finding the little trigger or that little thing, that little phrase or reminder to be like, oh, just you know, ask a question or take a deep breath, you know, whatever it might be to help you through the situation. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. We're, we're, on, we're getting close to the home stretch right here, and you've done a lot for Empower Adventures Tampa Bay. How has your five plus six years working with Joe and Calvin and now Sarah and a great team of people, like and, and then obviously all the guests that go through there on a yearly basis, how, how has working there changed you or impacted you? Um, I mean, so like you said, I've I've got an amazing team. Um, they're my second family. Like, it's always so funny. I always say like the office there is like my second home. Like I would run to that if I could just a vacation if I needed to. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's been amazing. I've had nothing but opportunity to grow as a person. Um, I've been given endless coaching, (laughs) on on like every like if you if you met me five years ago like you'd be like no you're not the same person there's no way um you know I was I was very impulsive and I was very quick to assume I was very um I don't know ecstatic I guess like I was a whole bunch of emotional (laughs) 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 And, and I mean like every and not even just like the you know the main team like joe and sarah and calvin and dana and you but like also just every guide who's come through um i learned something whether i mean whether it's good or bad like i've I've learned something on how to handle a certain situation or how to talk to somebody um everybody who comes through they always have like a special piece in my heart yeah um i hate that i'm such a softy sometimes but <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's just been an amazing experience and it's literally been like family this whole five years it doesn't feel like five years it, yeah. it really doesn't i always look back and i go oh my gosh wow that was a blur like i was time travel <laughs> this is crazy um but yeah and i mean like calvin i've been working with him for five years and you know, every job we've got our ups and our downs, but like, he's been one of the most solid people to me for those five years. And I can't thank him enough. (laughs) You, um, you, you just said like the, the, the places like family and the people there are like family. And, And I know you mentioned earlier that you do like some employment screenings, right. In the interview process and doing all that stuff. Like when you're talking with something, like you want to keep that family positive and you want to keep that family, you know, feeling like it does and that's a challenge anytime you bring new people like when there's a change in the team dynamic 
Like, what do you look for leadership quality wise? Like when you're interviewing somebody on the phone or in person, what are things that you look for that you feel are important traits to have when you're, you know, you're looking to hire a new team member at Empower Adventures Tampa Bay? Yeah. So um, I think one of the most important things is kind of just being goal oriented. Um, even if it's not something that people want to do with Empower, like just knowing that you've got goals set up for yourself and your life. And maybe this is a step to that goal um, that kind of shows like that you care about your future, that you care about something, that you care about where you're going, uh, which is very important because caring is something that you got to have working here. Um, Yeah. So I I think that's one of the main things um, that I always look for just being some sort of ambitious and goal oriented and, also like just having a nice conversation, (laughs) like just letting it flow. Like somebody who's not like high strung and stressed, like that wouldn't work out. I mean, we're up on a zip line all day. How would that work out? Um, so just somebody who's nice, calm and ambitious. Yep. Love it. It's the, the, the conversational piece is huge because guiding, like no one wants to be on a two hour zip line tour of silence like that. Yeah. And that's all, literally all I do is talk all day to people (laughs) (laughs) or customers or other staff members. And, and I always keep the energy going. Like you got to have that energy and that spark and the positive energy. Um, I love that whenever I go in on the weekends, everyone's like, I love whenever you're here, it's the vibes. And like, we're just having a great time. It's still working (laughs) and you're still making sure that everything's happening. So, um, you know, you just gotta, definitely gotta have that, uh, social quality yeah no without a doubt without a doubt and you you brought up how you know you're a different person now than you were five years ago and I met you about four years ago one thing I can say was very evident then and I think is very still very evident now is there's a toughness there and you came up for the overnight and I had built in strategically like time for you to go into the office and sleep on the couch to take a break from the program because you were there with me from 5 30 a.m to finish setup the group arrived at 10 you did the whole daytime program you might have taken a short break for dinner and then it came time for like the overnight part is like hey joss go like go in and rest for a little while we got this like no i'm good i'm gonna stay out here with you guys and 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 contribute and dude, you did it. Like you didn't sleep, you didn't sleep a a second. Like you were right there (laughs) side by side with, you know, our other lead facilitator and myself. And like, that to me was a huge eye opener because not everybody has that in them. And it's not fun to be on your feet for what I felt like was two days in a row, not just a day. And, um, it's still there. So keep it up. (laughs) That hasn't changed. That hasn't changed. Good. I love hearing that. That was, oh man, that was a doozy. I remember, you know what? I honestly, I just have to thank death wish coffee. I got me through the night. Like I will endorse them. I'll go all the way. Like I love that. (laughs) That helped me through. Um, but I remember like after the program, like whenever we were all finished, I go, damn, it feels like yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't even know what's going on right now. <laughs> like, it was the weirdest feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it 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 does something. It messes with you like for a couple oh, yeah. days. Yeah, mentally, I think it took me like two days to recover yep. from that. <laughs> but it's worth every second. I, I I love it. I love it because like we talk about challenging people and like what how people can grow and become stronger by facing these challenges front and center, like running towards them and like that that to me is like the ultimate challenge like let, let's get mm-hmm. through it. let's do it let's do it 36 hours straight of work let's do it and then we'll yep. be okay like we're gonna get by it's gonna be tough but we're gonna be we're gonna be stronger from it at the end of it and <laughs> i'm glad you were there for us uh for it uh, you know one time a couple of years ago for sure <laughs> awesome <laughs> i hope you, it doesn't i don't think you hate me because of it which is a good thing too so. no not at all <laughs> it was like one of those things I'm like dang i'm so cool i'm so tough now look at me go <laughs> oh man Hey, we're on uh, we're on the Lead with Empower podcast. We have Jocelyn DeFries from Empower Adventures Tampa Bay. We are going to close up our episode. I have a few rapid fire, rapid response questions for you. All right, they're going to okay. come in fast. Are you ready? Okay. Deep breath. Focus up. Um, adventure is important to you because oh, because it like builds you. Um, I mean, it it changes you over time, like it gives you those experiences that you like get through and then you appreciate things a little bit more, um, on the other side, uh, especially it. whenever they go wrong, like, yep. like, well, let's laugh at that bad moment way back when. <laughs> Love it. Um, your favorite out of work adventure. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's a hard one. So we did a hiking trip a while back in Seattle and it kind of fueled us. Oh my gosh. We did a four hour. It was like five miles up a mountain. We went through every different like terrain that you could go through. Like we started out rainforest, then it was like all Rocky. And then at the top it was snowing. Um, so we're constantly looking for places to go like hike, even if it is in Florida, we're like, where can we go next? Let's just walk around and enjoy it. Um, so I think that's one of my favorites right now, especially I got to share that with like my daughter, before we had the baby, we decided to go to Tennessee and we went hiking. Nice. Uh, she hated it, broke my heart, but you know, me and Danny enjoy it. <laughs> uh, there you go. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what is one of the things that I've been able to add to the arsenal over all of my time at Empower is quite, quite the uh, collection of like little cliches or sayings, right? Like control mm-hmm. the controllable, stuff like that. Besides control the controllable, because you've used that quite a bit in this episode, what's like a leadership quote or a leadership saying that you, that crossed your crossed through your brain at some point over the past five six years at Empower Adventures Tampa Bay that resonates with you on a day to day basis? Um. So, especially whenever times get tough, you're standing here. Um, you've survived one hundred percent of your bad. All right, we have two more, two more to go here, Joss. You're almost to the finish line. All right. Uh, leader you admire and why? Uh, oh my gosh, this is gonna sound crazy. I just want to like kind of do something different, um, because first off, I don't want to like fill anybody that I work with their ego too high, um, <laughs> and then just secondly, it kind of shows a little bit of my little rock and roll personality. Uh, Dave Grohl. <laughs> So, um, 
I just love that what the message that he sends out about like music and how he's literally like Mm self-taught like every instrument um he's never given up too and I love that um such a positive influence I think especially like in the music world so giving it to Dave Grohl today (laughs) this this next one wasn't on the list but it's a Dave Grohl follow-up Dave Grohl as the drummer of Nirvana or Dave Grohl as the front man for the foos Oh my gosh. So me and Danny. (laughs) (laughs) So I mean, I'm personally, I'm going to probably get crap for this. Like I'm personally not Kurt Cobain's biggest fan. I do. That makes makes two of us. We're good. We're good. Yeah. 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 So me and Danny have this argument all the time. Um, So (laughs) like I said, I'm not like Kurt Cobain's biggest fan. So I'm going to go with Foo Fighters Uh, just because it's a little bit more positive um but no matter what he does no matter what he touches is gold so <laughs> there you go you heard it dave Grohl <laughs> equals gold <laughs> um last one and you know one of the things i always try to do with these episodes because i you know i feel like you know have having you on and and and, and the, the other guests that we've had on are all bringing something unique to the table um from their backstory to kind of how they coach themselves through challenges and I always try to end the episode like with some bit of wisdom or advice for someone who's maybe in a similar position to you so if you had to share like a nugget for somebody listening who is in that position of balancing professional family that type of stuff like what what is a bit of your personal wisdom that you'd like to share with somebody who's in a situation to you where it is nonstop and sleep is the quiet time and, and you're juggling not, you know, 97 different, you know, items, not even just regular juggling balls, but like <laughs> pins and fire and sw- swords and, and whatnot. What, what's the bit of wisdom from you that you'd like to pass along to somebody who's listening, who's in the same boat? Yeah. Um, really great, great question. Uh, don't be afraid to fail. Um, and then also don't be afraid to forgive yourself, be open to forgiving yourself and moving on. Love it. Love it. Joss, thank you so much, man. This is a lot of fun. Of this is awesome. I really appreciate you doing this again, kind of late evening after a long day of work, but you absolutely smashed it. And uh, I, can't, I can't thank you enough for joining the, the podcast here tonight. Yeah, I hope this isn't the last year. You're the best, Dan. I always call you Dan the man. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. It's uh <laughs> You know, we're, like I, I agree with you, what you said in the beginning, I think you know, we're all surrounded by a great group of people and that makes it easier for all of us to, to make the effort to be our best at least, right? Sometimes we fall short, but um, I, I appreciate you. I thank you. It's been great to, to kind of go through the sales process remotely, you know, state, yeah. <laughs> many states apart from one another, but you know, can't thank you enough and can't wait to have you back on again at some point when you're ready. So, um, awesome. <laughs> but ladies and gents, thanks for tuning into the lead with empower podcast. That was just Jocelyn DeFries from empower adventures, Tampa Bay. She leads with empower and we're going to call it like a shorthand walk off goal for the Tampa Bay lightning. Cause she's such a, such a big fan, but it was an absolute <laughs> great, great conversation. Um, and you know, listening tons of great stuff to take from our conversation. But, uh, I think the highlight at the end, like, don't be afraid to fail and don't beat yourself too hard, uh, beat yourself up too hard when you, when you do, because that failure is just another opportunity for you to grow into the best person that you could become. Joss, thank you so much. Thank you listeners for tuning in. Hope you have a great rest of the week. 
be kind, be courageous, get after it. We'll see you next time. Woo! <laughs> Great leadership may look and sound different. However, there are common threads that connect all tremendous leaders. They are passionate about those that they lead. They do that which brings out their best and the best in those around them. And they never take the easy way out because the exceptional will never come from easy.